Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the COVID United States. Oh, finding a Skype picture behind me today. That's right, folks. A little playing around with the, the name that shall not be named, I guess. I got another suspension coming sometime soon. Uh, that, that'll be fine. We can use that because I'm going to be missing lots of stuff moving forward. But I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. He's a scientist, that's a fact, Jack, and he has a very, very popular and very, very entertaining new podcast, A Winner Is You. Not you, the listener, you're probably a loser, but that's the name of the show, A Winner Is You. Hey. Uh, DP, hola. <laughs> What's going on? I'll call them losers. They're all winners. Everybody's a winner in my book, brother. So speaking of losers, we got another winner over here in the funky, phenomenally fresh AJ. Balance. I almost I wanted to call you AJ Styles. I almost called you AJ Styles. You probably would have loved that. Well, I mean, everything that I have is an AJ Styles reference, almost. The Bro. Twitter handle, the nickname. Come on. But no, nah, everyone's a winner here. Unless you were Tunny uh, doing pre-DWI on Pod is War on the Chair Shot Radio. Getting a little too... Uh, Frisky over there with the uh, pictures of Margarita. I don't know, folks. You go ahead and go on and listen to Pot is War this week. It's right there on the old chairshot.com, and you tell me that it's not entertaining. Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh, and no, it was entertaining. Then you just got to deal with it. Sorry, I'm trying to fix my screen here. That's why I stopped. Talking. <laughs> you know, but now it's, it's okay. I was looking for I'm the talking. Are You Not Entertained soundbite, and I don't have it. Are you not entertained? Thought I had that. That one. wasn't. I don't know. It sounded sounded halfway okay to me. I'll listen to it back. Probably sound horrible, but anywho, gentlemen, anything new this week? You know, DP's looking a little fresher. 
get rid of that beard. Yeah. Cleaned. Everything's cleaned and and home home cut. So you know, took the took the razor out in the old backyard and trimmed the hair up. Yep. Got rid of the old beard. Feel like ten pounds lighter. It's awesome. Shower is nice and nice and comfortable. <laughs> food actually tastes like food and not hair. Very very much enjoying it. Hey, whatever works, right? I mean, uh, that's exactly you feel, how I felt you, last week. You feel more aerodynamic. Oh yes, yes. I don't uh, step outside and you know immediately fall into a pitcher of sweat because I. Do you have really feel the? Can you really feel the cool breeze on your chin now? I, I can feel <laughs> something on my chin. <laughs> that's that's at least something. Uh, as long as it's not these nuts. All right, folks, get let's em. get going. With, <laughs> with some calisthenics. That's right. 12 ounce curls. It's what you're drinking. Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Pour my beer down the sink. I got more in the trunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. And I'm going to be drunk till the next time. Shout out to the one and only Stone Cold Steve Austin once again on the Broken Skull IPA here as we begin this edition. I believe it's the 237th edition of the DWI Podcast. DP, you just ran and grabbed a drink before we started. I would imagine it's the old Vanderham special. The Becky special? Surprisingly not. Uh, we found uh, we went to uh, Total Wine uh, the other week and found a handful of different vodkas and I got a Stoli's uh, crushed pineapple vodka mix that with a little Sprite it actually tastes phenomenal what do you think of that the funky fresh phenomenal I, I like it I like it a lot what you got what you got uh, over there as Champagne. for me Looks like usually a, I yeah. uh, usually I have heavier stuff usually you know, usually it was either Moonshine, Jack Daniels, or Drinko de Mayo that I had in May. But uh, we're going to go a little lighter here. It's Miller High Life. Nice. I've had a handful of those. <sighs> How about you, Tony? Since you're margarita list, what, what, what are you doing over there other than oh. just the IPAs? Yes. Yeah, see, now, this show, you're the one that's not paying attention. I, I started <laughs> off right away by saying I have the broken skull from my good friend Stone Cold. Hey, usually you switch it up sometimes, too. You grab other beers midway through. Well, no margaritas for a while. Uh, it wasn't the margaritas. It was the post-margaritas. So, you know, just go listen to that episode. I think it was fucking hilarious. But that's it, it, it was really entertaining. I'm really only here to entertain myself. If the rest matters. of you listen, I appreciate it. That's all that matters. As long as you're happy and entertained. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing it for. Not doing it for you losers out there. <laughs> you See? Yeah. Now the truth comes out. You. I told you they were all fucking losers. <laughs> Fuck you, Jim Cornette. This has been another edition of What You Drinking. <laughs> all right, folks. This week on the DWI podcast, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do a little bit of the usual. So, DP, let's let them know what's happening this week. Well. Well. We're waiting. Well, it's the big show. 
sheet. Oh, that's something I look forward to every week. Um, the horror show <laughs> extreme rules. We're gonna we're gonna preview that. I got some betting odds. We'll uh, we'll try and guess the betting odds or. You know, give us what you think your betting odds are and how far they are off from the actual betting odds that you can bet on. We're going to talk about Slammiversary. That's this weekend. We're going to go back to the trivia well because, you know, we're all entertained by that. And a last call that I shit you not is yet to be determined. DBP, ring the bell. I thought that described it well. It, it, it's us on a T. start somewhere. <laughs> and speaking of starting somewhere, we're going to start with the horror show at Extreme Rules. Gentlemen, I got the betting odds here. Let's start from the bottom and move it on up here. Eye for an eye match, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. What do you think the odds are? Um, I'm going to go... And remember, we're going like minus, 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 and plus here. Yeah. Like 200 minus 180 or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to say Rey Mysterio minus 100. So even? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much even. It, it, it's basically even. Maybe 110. Uh, it's going to be like 50 50. Yeah, I, I would probably say like Rey Mysterio my, uh, negative 150. Seth Rollins is minus 150. Rey Mysterio is plus Ow. 110. Wow. All right. So the, the favorite, think... slight favorite, Seth Rollins. Right. So they, they don't see the retribution here for, for Rey Mysterio. What, do you, what are you guys' thoughts and expectations in this match? <laughs> I like. I do like Seth Rollins actually winning this thing because I do want to get to a blindfold match because I think that would be absolutely hilarious to see at SummerSlam. And we haven't had one of those in 30 years, so... Bring bring on Seth Rollins winning this thing. I'm sure Dominic's going to get involved somehow. I, you know, and it, I guess it kind of depends on where Rey Mysterio's thinking with his contract too, because I, I I know he's still working technically without a contract. So, you know, if they're working out a deal and and Dominic's going to be kind of still sticking around to a point, you know, he's definitely going to be involved one way or another. But how much he gets involved. I mean, this this is definitely going to continue to SummerSlam for sure. So, I li- I do like Seth Rollins coming out of it. I just figured Rey Mysterio would get the would get the nod here on this one, and then they'd have their um, you know rubber match at Summer at SummerSlam. But I'm down I'm down for Seth Rollins winning it and Rey Mysterio going going completely blind, and then we have our blindfold match. Uh, I mean. I'm in the entire agreements of it's so 50-50. Like, Rollins could win it out of pure shenanigans with anyone interfering. Hell, even Dominic may be doing a heel turn, and that's how you end the entire thing with Dominic betraying his dad. Uh, I'm not talking about Eddie. Remember, Ray won that ladder match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Or Ray could win, take it to SummerSlam, and they maybe the blindfold match maybe maybe it turns into another eye for an eye match and someone goes blind on that it it's the sky is limitless on that one it's just it's 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 so dead even but i'm more curious on how they're going to do this because it has to be cgi cinematic shenanigans 
Yeah, I, you know, we talked a lot about this already. I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> what the what the premise is, um, I I feel like I feel like I I would pick Rey Mysterio to win this match, but it, that doesn't really make a lot of sense either. But it really depends on how they want to move forward here. I mean, you would imagine that this is not going to be the end of this. You got SummerSlam coming up and possible fans in September, but then you also brought up you know the contract situation, so. I'm at a loss. I basically just summed up what you guys said. So great fucking job over there. <laughs> Apollo Crews defending that brand new United States championship that I believe MVP is in possession of, if I am not mistaken. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, first of all, on the aesthetics of that United States championship? The first time I saw it, I, the way they shot it and the light it was in, I couldn't really read uh, United States, I think, on it well. But once you get to see it in a good light, I think it's a really good-looking belt. I think it looks better than the belt that they just had for said title. I'm I'm growing on it. I originally didn't like it because I didn't like the championship across the middle and, like, big, I guess it's blue font because it's the United States title. But it, it's growing on me slowly. It is a nice belt. It doesn't look like the normal American flag looking like a toy all the way from 2003. So I, it's growing on me. I'm still iffy on it, but it's, it's growing. How would you feel if they would have brought back a red, white, and blue stars and stripes version of the winged Eagle belt, considering that is a very much an American. I, I would enjoy that symbol. It, it, it already looks like the winged Eagle already, but like if they added more of the, it, I said it looks like. It's not perfect. It looks like. There's a bird on there, and it says United States Championship. The stars and stripes are on it. But if you added more of like the red, white, and blue in like the background, I, I would be fine with that. I like the I like the idea of bringing the old WWF title back and using that as the United States, that, that bigger eagle, full you know, belt, and put that red, white, and blue. I think that'd be better, because I don't, I don't like this one. I don't they like to shy away from anything. Like they can't, you can't even tell that it's you know the, the United States. You can barely read the United States. It's all about just saying champion. We we know it's a championship belt. It's just like the Intercontinental yeah. title. You know, I don't need to know that. I just you know, you can't even tell that it's the Intercontinental title or anything anymore. It's just oh, you're champion. Okay, great. That's just like the old when they moved away when the Rock came back and he won the WWF title, WWE title, and all it was was just said champion in big letters across it, and it was just awful. I just, I don't like the way they do that. All right. You know, well said. I, anybody see MVP coming away with an actual championship here, not just stealing the belt? No. As much as I'd like to see MVP with another championship, I don't think he wins this. He, he gives the rub to Apollo. Yeah, it really depends. I, I don't see... It doesn't seem like Cruz is going to join MVP's little faction or anything like that. I'm going to guess Apollo Cruz is probably like minus 450 in the, in the betting odds. Uh, but All right. I'd love to see MVP win it, but uh, you know, with some help by uh, uh, by the big man. But uh, I don't. I just don't see it happening. Your guess on the odds there, AJ? I'll say. Under 400 for Apollo. So, yeah, I feel like DP looked at some point because Apollo's minus 450. <laughs> yeah. Nice. MVP, nice. MVP, 
MVP look. is plus 275. So Nice. Let, let me give you the, the, the next match, which there's, there's two matches that, that the odds are. I mean, this is the second to greatest odds here. Bailey defending against Nikki Cross. What do you think Bailey is here? AJ, I'll let you go first. Betting odds to the, uh, under 500 for Bailey. I don't think she's dropping that anytime soon. DP? I think it's minus 600. It is minus 600. Damn! Two for two! <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not looking. All I have is the match list in front of me. <laughs> Nikki Cross is plus 350. So mm-hmm. that's what we're at right there. I mean, to me, there's two matches where you really don't see. I, I don't know. I, to me, this is the match that definitely the belt doesn't change here. Do you think there's any chance that this belt gets moved over to Nikki Cross? I, no way. I, I just not with everything they've been building with Sasha and Bailey and that whole thing. There, I just don't see them dropping the belt at this point. As much as I would love to see Nikki Cross with singles gold, there's absolutely no way that. I, Bailey's dropping this, in my opinion. You want to play? Like the play with Nikki. I feel I'm like it's wrong. I'd love to play with Nikki. If the women's division had an Intercontinental Championship, I feel like Nikki Cross would be one of the greatest IC women's champions of all time. You know, maybe like a women's TV title. How about a women's TV title? There you go. You can have one person travel to all three brands, especially while we're doing it now. Mm-hmm. Let's make it legit. Not just like, you know, the 24-7 title, but not that I don't enjoy that storyline once in a while. So it, that's my opinion, man. Uh, uh, any last thoughts here? What do we expect to see? Bailey, Nikki Cross? I think it's going to be a really good match. Oh, yeah, it'll be a great match. I mean, everyone knows Nikki can work. Bailey's been doing a great job as a heel, no matter what anyone says. You're, sp- you're supposed to be hated. That you're, she's doing a great job. But no, it's going to be Sasha versus Bailey. It's somewhere big. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the match as well. I think it's going to be a really great match. Nikki's definitely excellent in the ring, and Bailey as well. So, you know, I, I always enjoy watching Nikki come to the come and wrestle in the ring. She's really good. So, I, I do hope she gets some, you know, title belts in her future. But this is not going to be the time. Just to just to cut in real quick, not trying to change the subject. Uh, for people that don't know, Tony is really messing with his background picture, like pretending he's stunnering the wrestlers in the background, poking their eyes out. He's just having way too much fun with this. Oh, I can't (laughs) wait. Someday someday we will be a a video podcast. Uh, You you can either have the option to listen or or watch. So who knows? Maybe sometime one of these days live will be up on Periscope on Twitter, and, and you'll get to see what's going on here as we drink at home and podcast. Don't drink and drive. Drink and podcast. Follow us at podcast DWI. This seems like a perfect point for a commercial, gentlemen. What do you think? Yeah, I don't really care what you think. Alfred. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than average fans. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. 
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I was going to put, is that, is that louder than it usually is for you, DP? Yes, sir. Just yeah. a little bit. Skype might have Skype might have fixed something for me, DP. Wow, what? You said you said it again. Yes. Well, DP knows what I'm talking about, and it seems very realistic considering how it usually goes here. That, and I will tell you that mine I don't have to reset every time now. So, how's the? Yeah, is this more normal? Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yeah, it is perfect. All right, folks. Yeah. You want to know what I think about that? You want to know what I think about that? It doesn't matter what you think! Yeah, you drink a big glass and shut the fuck up, okay? And <laughs> next week on Pot is War, hopefully we'll have that A1 quality sound back because last week sounded horrible. Not because I was drunk, either. <laughs> I mean, that was true. It's true. It's on. It, it's in social media. It's out there. Okay. It, it only sounded over. horrible because you slurred your English, but you said perfect Spanish. Oh, muy bien, muy bien. Now you know what. But now you know What's what up? to do next time. Yeah, donde está la biblioteca? <laughs> hola Juan. Hola Esteban. Shout <laughs> out to that awesome. movie. Bedazzle is a great fucking awesome. movie. You can find it somewhere for free. Watch it. It's yeah. it's a good date movie, actually. Uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser's uh, great. Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. And uh, just just Orlando a very Jordan. good story. It's on there. Yeah. Orlando Jordan. As Orlando well. Jordan. Sprite, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Ellie Richards spitting glass at your ass. Let's let's stick with. The women's championships, the women's world championships, and Asuka defending against Sasha Banks. To me, this is the most interesting match of the evening, especially if you're on board with us saying that there's probably no way Bailey loses her title. Do we end up with both women each having one world championship and being tag team champions? I mean, how could you pass that up right now? Let's do it. Let's do it. We could have it. Why don't they it's hold like- it? It's like Shawn Michaels and Diesel <laughs> when when they when they were the Hold tag it champs. All the way to WrestleMania, all the way to WrestleMania. Think of the rub. All the way to WrestleMania, and then they can combine that Raw and SmackDown women's title into one championship. That would be awesome. I'd well, be down for that. They fight each other, winner take all. Winner take all. They fight each other. One belt though, not not no two straps anymore. And then you introduce the TV title at King of the Ring, Women's King of the Ring. That way you have still have two titles, and they both travel. There you go. As, as, as nice and actually awesome as that don't sounds. You dare, don't you fucking dare come in here and shit, shit on, on our Sunday, shit on son parade. of a bitch. Don't we have enough double champions in wrestling as is? <laughs> We're fixing the problem there. You're not. You're not paying attention again. Oh yes, I am. We combined the title, and we made. When do they lose the tag titles then? Available before WrestleMania at like Royal Rumble, Fireballs, Fast Fireballs. Great Fireballs of Fire of Balls. I like Great Fireballs. You might not heard the second one. I said I wanted Fast Chamber. Fast Chamber. Fast <laughs> Chamber. That's okay. Or actually, I think Elimination Lane could be really good. <laughs> Maybe like WWE Roller. I, I, I like Elimination, Elimination Lane more. 
That, I like that one more than Fast Chamber. Fast Chamber just sounds. WI Podcast. Elimination. Elimination Lane. Oh, no, Fast Chamber. Elimination Lane. <laughs> elimination Lane. <laughs> We're on the Fast Chamber to Elimination Lane. Not only. Uh... Not only combining titles, but we're combining pay-per-views as well. Let's get rid of some of them. <laughs> Great balls of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not elimination <laughs> balls of fire. Are we on the again? All right, the Raw Women's title. Raw Women's title. Balls of elimination. Fast rumble balls. Fast oh rumble balls. Oh my god, I'm still on this. <laughs> Royal Fire. Uh, you had to wait for that one. Railed. We're not. We're not. <laughs> Talk to me about what kind of match we're going to see. Forget who's going to win. Because Asuka and Sasha should both really be motivated to go out there and have the match of the month. This, they, they're If they have enough time, why couldn't they go out and have a match of the year candidate match. I mean, yeah. it, the, it really depends on how they want to book this and how they want to get one person or the other over. But if they're interested in making them both strong, DP's got his head in his hands. Go ahead, DP. What's your problem? I'm just waiting for WWE's Money in the Balls pay-per-view. Money in the, the Balls, <laughs> yeah. Such good shit. <laughs> uh, I, yo, I this... I this... the dinosaur bone. <laughs> oh, God. No, we don't need any more of the dinosaur bones. This is this is the one match that's WWE Extreme Slam Balls. <laughs> Extreme Elimination Balls. Oh, Great Balls of Fire really helps. It sure does. <laughs> it just brings everything together. It ties the room together, just like that rug. <laughs> This no, this match is going to be the best one of the card for sure. You know, I, I really hope they give them time because they definitely can. They only have six matches on the card, and having a couple of them being, you know, those those gimmick matches where they're going to be taped and, you know, the swamp fight and the eye for an eye stuff. They could they could easily give this match time if they want to. So I'm really hoping that they do because these are the best. You know, as far as the two head-to-heads as far as best wrestlers right now those are the two best on the card right now and i really hope they give them time because they can put on a really really great match and it's the one championship i don't know which way it's going to go I, I do think sasha could win this thing here because it could definitely make the bailey and sasha whole thing a lot more intriguing and could stretch it out a lot farther and then i could see asuka winning it because and maybe bailey costing her the match or just start sasha's you know eventual turn on Bailey or whichever way they go it could you know it could it could start to really push it one way or the other so I'm I'm really this is the best one on the card that I'm looking forward to yeah I'm I'm in whole agreeance here that it's going to be the best match on the card I mean Sasha and Asuka can both put on great matches especially together um I still think Asuka is gonna win because, you know, you have the cute little moment with Kyrie wanting to... You good over there, DP? <laughs> I couldn't get my straw. It's one of those. Drunk as I was, I had no problem with the straw. <laughs> Don't use one. <sighs> anyway, but no, I... 
I, I see Oscar winning this because of the cute moment with Kyrie where it's if you retain, I want to face you. And then Bailey's probably going to cost Sasha or something's going to happen that way. And then Sasha's going to get pissed off and it's like, why don't you put your title on the line against me and blah, 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 blah. But this is going to be the best match. Shenanigans involved at the ending or not. This is match of the night. The biggest separation in odds comes in the WWE Championship match. AJ, would you like to DP to go first here, or would you like to go first at predicting what the odds are here in this match? And who's I, 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 mean, I mean, DP's been, been guessing the entire time, so how about you go first there, bud? <laughs> I'm saying Drew McIntyre, minus 650. Dolph, probably plus 300. You said it's the biggest difference. So, so when I think big difference, I, I think they're leaning one way or another. I feel like they're leaning towards Drew. So I'm going to say under 1,500 or some shit. Drew McIntyre is minus 2,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was close. You got it. I was you got close. it with the Price is Right rules, even. 2,000. Wow. Boy, it's it's not a bad bet to put. What's what's <laughs> what do you get for Dolph? Not a bad bet to put twenty bucks down on that. Oh well, yeah, okay, what's Dolph like? Plus, plus like six hundred or some shit. Plus seven hundred. Jesus. Oh, god damn! They really. I'm not disagreeing with them, but they really have no. Cr- I mean, put twenty. You put twenty dollars. You put twenty dollars on Dolph to win a buck sixty. Yeah, could happen. I mean, we don't even know what the stipulation is yet either. It could just be, you yeah. know, Dolph wins. That's that's the stipulation, <laughs> I don't, you know. First one to do a super kick wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah. But could be a 40-yard dash. Good. Could be, you know. This card is set up to have really good matches, though. I mean, this is another matchup that I want to see in the ring. These are two guys that I want to see against each other. You have Dolph Ziggler, one of the best in-ring performers of his generation, and not a gigantic guy, but not a small guy, against one of the better guys who are large in this industry right now. I mean, Drew McIntyre is a big fella, you know, who can move with athleticism. So how many times do you see someone that's like a Shawn Michaels going up against someone that's a shorter, you know, little bit smaller version of The Undertaker? That's kind of what we're seeing here. But these two guys are in their prime right now. I athletically and physically that's what i'm saying not i'm not comparing these guys careers to theirs but when you think about big man versus little man to me this is a really intriguing matchup yeah i see it like i I guess i didn't go with the undertaker but that's kind of the same route i went was it's you know he's dolph is like a Shawn michaels in, in the fact that he's you know he's got the same size type and he can sell like crazy in the ring and is is great at what he does which is, you know, Shawn Michaels to a T. And Drew McIntyre, I kind of, at that point, I kind of leaned it towards more of a, a Kevin Nash or almost Sid Vicious. But, you know, Dolph, you know, Drew's a little more athletic than, than That's Sid is. I lean towards the Undertaker kind of thing. But, you know, it's maybe yeah. like a... But the Undertaker's like definitely a, more athletic. Maybe like, maybe more like a Scott Hall. Yeah, yeah. A younger Scott Hall. Yeah, because yeah, Scott Although Hall was Scott Hall not thin, a small guy. Scott Hall, thin, 
It's got all thinned out as he got older, though. That's the difference. If you look at his old AWA some of those days, when he still had the full beard and the mullet, dude, was fucking wide as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Dude. Yeah, dude. Bro. Yeah, brother. Hold on, dude. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing at all. I was actually going to say it's going to be like Sean versus Diesel. Everyone forgets Nash could actually move when he wanted to. They just didn't let him. <laughs> not in WWE. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't let him. He could never move. Go back and watch his matches before he left for WCW. <laughs> he could somewhat move. The last time but... he could move was when he was Vinny Vegas and he was getting BF'd by a mummy. Over the in the middle of that sandwich. You know what I mean. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh. Stedman. Stedman's from Seinfeld, right? Isn't he the bizarro Jerry Seinfeld? We had an argument about that oh, this week. Stedman, no. Um shit. God damn it. Yeah. That's uh that, that, that that's a you guy thing. We're sidetracking here, folks. We will not continue this show until we find out, so DP you might as well start. Googling as well. We'll see who yeah. finds it first. Do, 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 the Bizarro do, Jerry. Stedman's the Bizarro Jerry. It was Stedman was his last name? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was close, but... Hey, what happens? Stedman put Spez Dispenser on what? Oh, God. But no, there should be a good match, but yeah, McIntyre doing a really good job with the belt, doing especially against Dolph as his opponent, who can sell anything. He, he can sell me a pen, and I'll buy it. Or was he Kramer? Was Kramer Stedman? No, Kramer was Feldman. Feldman. Feldman and then from across be, the hall. <laughs> yeah, Stedman had to be, because it, it wouldn't have been Costanza, would have been Stedman. No, it was Ke- I just don't have last names. I have Kevin. Gene was, Gene was um, Costanza. And Kevin was Jerry, but I don't have a last name for Kevin. Google Stedman Seinfeld. Uh, you tried to take us back to wrestling. You just drink. All <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to drink now. I'm just going to do the first part. Have of you this. ever seen Seinfeld? I've seen some Seinfeld, yes. You don't really like it, do you? Not the biggest fan, though. I swear, there is a legit age cutoff for people who do like Seinfeld and don't like Seinfeld. And it feels like if you were born after 1985, you probably don't like Seinfeld. Like, there is people who do that are born on each side and do or don't. But yeah. I would feel like, generally, if you were born after 1985, like, is your brother home? <laughs> he's in the completely other room, but I can tell you that he's not a fan of Seinfeld. And what year was he born? 86. Boom! Fucking yeah. ring the bell. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who the fuck is Stedman, DP? I don't know who Stedman is. Show. Jeez Louise, <laughs> uh, you can't find There is no dude. Stedman. There is no Stedman. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> I looked it up. There's thing? not there. I'm looking through the entire list of Seinfeld characters. There, Sted is not even in there. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> Stedman. Kevin was the guy's name, and they, I don't, he doesn't have oh. a last name. Even an IMDb. Bizarro Jerry. No last name. <laughs> uh, I do not see a Stedman. There's a Newman. <laughs> that may be what it is. Newman. 
I, I finished my Miller. I grabbed myself a, a Rolling Rock for people oh, that want to know. Hi, Stedman. Not. Doesn't exist. Uh, and, and on today's trivia, uh, we <laughs> actually have three wrestling ones instead of uh, off-the-wall football. Yeah. Uh, we got a really big shoe, really big. Oh, huh. I, oh, oh! Wait, I got an Alex. I got Alex Stedman, who was, I think, a writer. No. Oh, he's a writer for Variety. Episode. Never mind, he's not a writer for Seinfeld. Yeah, there's no All Stedman. Right. He got nothing. Let's get back. Let's get back to wrestling <laughs> here. You guys, you guys are always taking me off track here. Oh, here we go. One last match here on Extreme Rules, and it is, what is it, a swamp match, or what the hell? I mean, are you guys interested in this at all? I mean, I'm way more interested in the IFC. Hate it! Yeah, swamp match. Well, what's your odds here? It's not even for the title! It's not for the title? It's not even for the title! The non-title match. Okay, well, what's the odds? Because he's back to the Bayou Bray Wyatt cult leader. I'm going to guess Braun Strowman is minus 200. It's going to be really close because hey, it might be more, but I'll go with 200. I'll stick with 200. I, I, I have a feeling it's it's like Seth and Ray. What would you say, 150? 150 for Seth. The, and I'm going with Braun on that one. You're saying Braun minus 150? Yeah, yeah. I got Braun minus 200. Bray Wyatt is minus 150. Ah, it was the other way around. Figured. But was it actually the the Ray and sure. Seth exact betting odds? Same, it's wow. the same odds with Rollins and Wyatt being favored, and Mysterio and Strowman both being plus one ten. So that's where that's at right there. I think they're favoring the heels in the gimmick matches apparently. So here's so IDK LOL OMG stick around FML WTF why the face BRB No, we're sticking around. We're not going anywhere right now. We're going to talk a little bit about this match. I, I'm hoping they can do something interesting, but for me, they're going to have to do something really interesting and cool because I, I feel like we're just going to see them slosh around in the water a lot. So mark the tape and find that clip. We can play that next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in agreement on that one. It's probably gonna if if Bray wins, it's probably going to be like he does a sister Abigail into the swamp water, gets the pin or however the hell they're gonna fucking do this and then you see a black mask come up saying Braun drowned and he became the black sheep I don't uh, I think Yo tengo una pregunta yeah well you know that's just like uh, your opinion man I hope I said that right I have a question I don't know how many margaritas did you have none so probably not that's that's so wrong that's so wrong okay in your opinion man will some point in this match have one of the two combatants being dragged down or wrestling with an alligator aj yes or no dude i would love to but wwe's not that cool no (laughs) dp yeah brother yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this is happening. It's happening. Yeah. 
Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Have you not ever watched a Vince McMahon television show and he has the chance to actually have one of his wrestlers wrestle a gator and it kind of makes sense? This is fucking happening. That would be the perfect time. I would love to fucking see that, but I don't think they're going to be like, let's throw a fucking gator in there, man. Yes. I don't think they're going to do that. They're not that. Come on. That would be awesome. Whatever. Think about WWE for a minute. (laughs) It's gonna look like it's gonna look so bad. The alligator's gonna look so fake. You're gonna be able to see the strings. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> the inflatable oh, one. That, that might you... make it better, actually. That might make it better. Then it's gonna pop up. Then it's gonna pop up, and Eric Rowan's gonna be underneath <laughs> the, the, the alligator oh, head. It's, uh, it's, it's brand new puppet yeah. on the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> Eric the alligator. <laughs> All right, folks, those are our opinions on Extreme Rules. We'll be right back. We're going to talk some Impact Wrestling, believe it or not. Believe it. So does Rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Change my sound around. But I still found it in the clutch. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. TheChairShot.com. Always. Use your head. Gentlemen, Impact Wrestling, gigantic pay-per-view for them this Saturday. Let me run down the matches for you. Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, Trey, and someone to be decided for the vacant Impact World Championship, starting right from the top here. Jordan Grace, Knockouts Champion, taking on Deanna Perrazzo. I'm looking forward to that one a little bit. Willie Mack. Your X Division champ taking on Chris Bay. We got a gauntlet for the gold match to determine the number one contender among the Impact Knockouts: Alicia Edwards, Havoc, Kira Hogan, Kimberly, Kylie Ray, my girl, and uh, boy, oh boy, how, how am I saying this one here? Navea. Yeah. Look at you, phenomenal one. You said it right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Good for me. Madison Rain, Rosemary, <laughs> Susie, Tasha Steeles, and Taya Valkyrie. I knew the rest of them. That was way easier than UFC, let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, come on, there's three more matches. Come on. <laughs> I'm working on it. I have to get a beer. There's all like a billion fucking people in that last match. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gauntlet Cotton matches. I'm not there. One of Greg's favorite tag teams, the North, that's Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, taking on Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. That should pull a little interest right there. Moose with that revitalized TNA World Championship, taking on Tommy Dreamer, an old-school rules match, whatever the fuck that means. And the Rascals, I guess they're taking on, uh, well, we don't know yet. They've issued an open challenge. That's what I've heard. So, seven matches, plenty of championships to defend it. And uh, I think the biggest storyline going into it is 
no Tessa Blanchard for Impact for the first time in a really long time. Yep, yep. She, uh, they did not come to an agreement, so that's why that the main event is a fatal four-way for the vacant Impact World Championship. And... Who do you think the to-be-announced is? I mean, Rusev has COVID. Uh, Gallows and Anderson are probably going to accept that open challenge from the other team, the, the Rascals. Do we, got, do we got Heath Slater coming in and winning the Impact World Championship? Uh, maybe. Uh, there, there's so many names that you can throw out here that could actually go for it. You could get EC3, maybe. You could, about, you could even get Bully I like, Ray. I like Slater to win it and then EC3 to come in and say, you held me down in that other company, now I'm coming for your ass. Yeah. There you go. That'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be good to see Heath Slater get some recognition and, and get a get a title somewhere, you know, because... He's he's definitely one of those underrated stars that's been so good in his career and just hasn't really gotten the opportunities. It's too bad that Rusev has COVID because he would have been the perfect guy here to come in and like really boost the level of that championship. Not that there aren't a really bunch of quality wrestlers there at Impact, but Rusev's a guy who should have had a, a title run in WWE with a little bit better uh, booking, in my opinion, man. So I see you shaking your head, AJ. Last thoughts here on what we're going to see for this Impact World Championship match? You're going to see something really nice. It, like, any of those guys could be in it. Uh, Heath, uh, EC3, even Eric Young, or even Bully Ray. Remember, there's going to be three former M- TNA Impact World Champions that will show up that are free agents. So it could be anybody. a little disappointed in the Tommy Dreamer thing. I, you know, I don't know. I just, with this opportunity of having these these stars that are out there that could be coming in as a surprise to, I don't know, just bringing back Tommy Dreamer to have what appears to be probably just an Extreme Rules match, you know, an ECW type of match there. Uh, you know, just seems like they could have done something else. I feel just with this opportunity where, like you said, Heath Slater's out there, you know, Rusev, I know, you know, he has some, he can't do it right now, but he's out there. EC three's out there. Gallows and Anderson. There's, there's all sorts of, you know, Eric young could come in there. Just, they had a lot, they have a lot of opportunities to bring in some of these guys as surprises rather than kind of bringing back Tommy dreamer. I don't know. It just, just seems like they could have done something better with that one, but otherwise, yeah, it looks like they could have some really good matches here. Mm-hmm. And, and go ahead and ring the bell for yourself. Yes, that is what an old-school match is. Yeah. Old-school rules is an ECW match, basically. That's about it. What's your one Dark Horse match that you think is going to surprise everybody here? For me, I, I don't know if it's so much a surprise, but Willie Mack and Chris Bay look to put on a pretty good match, in my opinion. I can't see that being a stinker whatsoever. You're looking at least a 7.5 out of 10 right there. Those two guys can both really go. It's been an interesting storyline, to say the least. Yeah, uh, I like the Willie Mack and Chris Bay match. Uh, I I would say one of the matches that people will probably snooze on is the Knockouts title match with Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo. That will probably be a good match with Jordan Grace's strength and Deanna's technical wrestling. Could you imagine AEW had Impact's women's division? I mean, seriously, you look at the talent and the matches that they're capable of putting on at Impact, and AEW is like... They're behind that even. Oh, let's let's not. We we've already talked a lot about the AEW women's division. And to bring in 
someone like Vicky Guerrero to manage Nyla Rose, who doesn't need a manager, is just a, a, a definition of why they're what they're doing wrong in the women's division right there. I'll tell you that. Well, that's enough of AEW talk this week. As uh, I don't know, AEW and NXT were both rather blasé. I know AEW won the uh, ratings this week. But last thoughts as we move into a big pay-per-view for Impact Wrestling. Right now, you know, speak to your final thoughts on Impact as far as WWE's number one, AEW's number two. It really feels like New Japan is three, Impact is four, and then behind that, I would say NWA, MLW, and ROH is all the way at the bottom right now. And that's crazy because how long ago, it wasn't too long ago, 1824, not even 36 months ago, year and a half, two years, that ROH was going to be considered when Sinclair was going to put more money in to be, can they be the one with their relationship with New Japan to challenge WWE? And now, in my opinion, man, it's dropped all the way down to the bottom out of the major and semi-super major well, and what's killing them is that's the whole issue with COVID, and they decided to stop doing tapings and stuff. So, I mean, not being on television and, and putting out a product is going to hurt you, obviously. In my opinion, though, before that, they were down there already. As we hit the new year, they were already down there, for me, really? at the very least. I feel like NWA has suffered the most, where I think they were ahead of Impact, in my opinion, before now. I think Impact's kind of beefed up a little bit over them, considering NWA had its break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely felt like, you know, I was starting to watch a little NWA more. They they were really starting to get a good build there going before everything happened. So, you know, it certainly would have put them ahead of Ring of Honor at that point, I think, once they started to really get going. Um, you know, Impact, I've obviously, I really don't watch. And since, you know, <laughs> since they were at their peak, that's about the time I stopped watching because it started to get really bad and, you know, it seems like they're rebuilding pretty well, and, and their opportunities here with a lot of these, you know, talents moving around, you know, and, and WWE letting a lot of people go, it gives them a good opportunity, you know, if they if they use the guys right to get some good talent in there and get some people watching. So I could see them definitely moving up the card as far as, you know, best wrestling brands right now, but... I don't know. It's hard other than, I mean, other than AEW and WWE, I'm not really watching any of the other stuff enough to to rank them one way or the other. I'd like to watch more of them, but it's tough. And then right now with not a lot of them doing tapings, it's, it's hard to compare, I guess, for me. I'm, I'm in the same boat where impact definitely up there in the card of the promotions that people can watch in ROH. ROH, the best way to explain this with ROH is like a football team that's trying to restart itself basically like all right we need to get new people we have some of the older guys that can help out but we need to revamp redo everything and bring everything up because you still have the briscoes pco is a good mentor but other than that like you got newer guys coming in with roh and then with covid i mean not only is it they're not recording stuff they're also not renewing contracts. So that's why Bully Ray then got tossed into the ring of, hey, he could be in Slammiversary because his contract didn't get renewed. 
I, Sting's a free agent, right? Yeah. Yeah. The former Impact champion. That I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I mean, it would be cool. Would, would you guys agree? Let's let's finish this topic off with you know we've kind of thrown all the names out there. Sting being the biggest one. Maybe Kurt Angle is Kurt Angle do whatever he wants now too. He can as well. I yeah. So. yeah. I mean, think about that kind of stuff. So. Before this pay-per-view, right now, as we head into the weekend, right? It's July 17th. We're recording. WWE's number one. I'm not even going to ask. AEW's number two. I'm not even going to ask. Who's number three for you guys? Is it Impact? Is it New Japan? I don't really watch I, any of them, so it's hard for me to label them. I would, I would probably say... But how do you feel about like their status and stature within the United States as as fans and wrestling and their take and things about things like that nature? I would probably I, put I, I would probably yeah. put Impact number three. I don't know about New Japan. I you know I don't. It's, if you're talking about it, especially in the United States, I'd probably put man. I'd probably put NWA four and T and uh, Ring of Honor five. AJ? Yeah, in in the United States demographic, since New Japan doesn't have you know the giant following of you know Kenny Omega, the Elite, and all that, and that went to AEW basically. Yeah, WWE one, AEW two, uh, uh, Impact three. I, I would well, say New Japan's that, still up there. I would say New another Japan's wrestling like fetter. Until another wrestling federation gets a major deal with a uh, actual, you know, cable channel, you can't deny that yeah. they're not number two. No, you can't I mean, deny it's, that. It's at just all. it's one and two, and then it's everybody else right now. Everybody else yeah. is streaming somewhere. Well, exactly. Impact has the access contract that that they might have. As well, might as well be streaming somewhere. Yeah, you can't get well, it. On yeah, you can TV. still watch it on Twitch, but I'm right. just saying. Well, there you go. All right. I'm, I'm intrigued, and I've become inquisitive, and I would like to take a quiz. So we'll be right back, and we're going to take some trivia. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Every time. Every time, Tony got to get geared up for phenomenal funky facts. Uh, like I half-jokingly but actually said, uh, even the AJ's opinion is going to be a wrestling question. So you might get that, you might not, who knows? Yeah, we're not going to go football anymore because every time they bring up a football one, Tony will just be like, yeah, no, it's totally this team from 1984 that won this. Totally. Yep. I can tell you every single person on the line, too. Jack Nicholas. God, fuck. God damn it. Blackle. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to. That's not going to work. Houston, we have a Uh-oh. <laughs> we found a flaw in the background images. Signore. Uh-oh. But, uh... Yeah, I did. I did give it to Big Dave since he was uh, on here last week. What do you mean I won last week? Well, no, you won last week. But I'm saying going first, it was to Big Dave. 
right. So, uh, DP, since Dave's not here. Yeah, Flacco and Sanchez. Yeah, 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 that's how you won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was last mouth. week. This is this week. <laughs> Bitch. So, DP, door number one, door number two, or door number three? Ooh, I'll take uh, door number one, Jeff Probst. It is not the opinion question. It's a real wrestling question. And it's funny that we were talking about years before, especially with the whole Seinfeld thing. Is, uh, oh I'm, I'm going to need the year for this one. Oh, boy. When did the big gold belt get debuted on NWA programming? That's right. I'm still repping NWA. They're not yeah, going away. All right, big golden NWA. Give us the year. Uh, Tony says 1981. DP says 1978. They are both wrong. Yeah, of course. Like 80, 83? 86. Oh. Yeah, I still won. I you got the Price is Right win. rules. You get that. Ah, God, we're not doing Price is Right rules. <laughs> Total BS! Total BS! Come on. You if we have suck. a, tie, if, yeah, if we have a tiebreaker, uh, I'll ask another question from that one. <laughs> but from now, Tony... Door number two, door number three, and you better not have remembered what Andrew said on Pod is War and say door number four, or I will hit you with a big wooden oar. Why did he say door number Why do you want me to say door number four? Just to fuck with me. Well, I'll, I'll take door number pi. Do we have door 3.14? Pi door. I like it. Well, it was close enough to three, so you get in three. That's what I wanted. How dare you, <laughs> dare you bring my birthday into this? That's what I wanted to say, Jack. <laughs> All right. So it's actually the opinion question. But like I said, it's still wrestling. It's still wrestling. Oh, if it's my opinion, then I'm never wrong. Excellent. One point for me. It, yes. and, it, and it'll be a... No, a point for us. And I won the first one, so I'm up two to one. Oh, God damn it. No, it's the AJ <laughs> one. number two is the only one left. Christ on a bike. Anyway. Where? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, you're gonna pull it up and wear sandals. Well, that's that's bad news. That's a big deal. I don't think that's a big deal. I think people saw him wearing sandals on the pedals, and they were like, "Hey, let's just build the sandals onto the pedals," and that's how you had those kind of pedals. Thus, we have the invention of the bicycle. The bicycle. No, the no, the Jesus Christ sandal-looking bicycle pedals is where we were going. The bicycle was already invented. Yeah, sandal pedals. All right, under the, the question, under the question. So we were talking about double champions with, you know, Sasha and Bailey being super double champion and whatnot. How about a triple champion here? Talking about evil. Evil being... I, I support him winning the... the in Dominion getting both the IC and the world title. Because evil is... 
basically the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of New Japan. And I say that because when he was a young lion, he had the longest losing streak in singles competition in New Japan history. How many consecutive losses did he have? Does that have to do with triple champion? I'll give you a half point if you can say the third belt that he has. The never open weight championship. That's not it. I thought I figured that was it. Oh, it's not the it's not the never open weight. It's just the open weight championship. Oh, no. Yeah. The never it's the never six man. Never six-man oh, tag teams. Oh, he's part of the six-man tag? Uh, he's, he's part of a three-man tag? Was, when he was still in uh, Los Ingronobles de Japón. Uh, anyway, so how many consecutive losses did he take in singles competition? <laughs> 99 from Tunney. 346. I feel like I'm so Damn. much closer to these answers than DP. DP's just like, I'm, I'm going to give that one to Tony. At least it was double digits. <laughs> wow. No, Tony, you get the point. You you get the point. That's what it's a bullshit question. It's bullshit question. 59. Eat a big bag of dicks, DP. Everyone can eat 59. Shit. A big bag of shit. Like, not like... 346? I get style. I mean, that's a pretty big losing streak, you know? That's right <sighs> up there at Barry Horowitz. That's where I thought you were going with this. Hit the Barry uh, Horowitz. Why not? <laughs> no. All right. So, no, that's so my one more one. one. That's my music. He, he, he answered stupid, but <laughs> I didn't, so I got the point. Ah. <sighs> God, yeah, it's begrudgingly giving it to Tony. Oh, Jesus. Now, AJ's regretting it. I might <laughs> lose it. And now the score is 0-0. Zero zero. All right. <laughs> Last one. <sighs> it's 1-0. You, you, you got the point. Relax, you. Yeah. All right. So we're going we're gonna to keep talking about uh, one of the belts that Evil has being the IWGP Intercontinental. But we're also going to talk about the WWE as well. Because there's only two men in history that have held both the IWGP and the WWE Intercontinental Championships. Tell me who they are. Tell me as many as you can get. There's only two, like you said. There's only two. There's two. <laughs> I'm being nice. If you can get two, you're good. If you get one and the other one doesn't, that's where the point goes. Ready. Uh, he obviously knows it. <laughs> What I got, but I think at least as many people as I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to think of the other one. I don't know who to replace it with. Fuck. Let's see the answers then. Ah, no, no, wait, 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 wait. The heavyweight title? You're done. I'm done. No, bullshit. Intercontinental. The Intercontinental, not the heavyweight. Oh, the Intercontinental. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, oh, what? I can't play the music a second time like you've asked me for how many times? But I'm the. I'm good. I didn't change it. I didn't change it. All right, okay. All right, let's see him. Let's see him. 
Ah, uh, yeah. I think it's Styles and Balor, though. Uh, yeah, we both got I'll Styles. I'll be a smartass. Do you want to change that? <laughs> no. Good, because you're right with Shinsuke. <laughs> AJ's the, other right. one, the other one is the champion. Ah, uh, Jericho. Damn it. Where's Jericho? So that was so easy because he was just the IC champion over there. Fuck, I should have known that. Ah, <laughs> uh, what are you complaining? You still won this week. I know, and I feel good that I at least got the point over him on that last question because it really wouldn't have felt like a win the other way. Yeah, suck my balls, DP. <laughs> Woo! It's terrible. Great, you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Alrighty. So, I believe with that, out of all the times we've done funky facts, this is now tied. DP's got five. Tony's got five. Sweet. It's turned into quite a rivalry. One sided in the beginning. I said it on Pot is War. I'll say it again right here since we're on trivia. The chair shop match game is coming soon. We're just making sure on how to do it, who's going to be the contestants, and I have a really good idea of who's going to be the panel. So enjoy some little match game on ABC. Go to ABC.com and check out the new version with Alec Baldwin. AJ, close your segment, please, sir. Well done once again. Gain. Uh, it wasn't total BS this week. Things have been trending in the right direction. I feel like you've learned from early on mistakes. Uh, I, I see that. Thank you. Thank you for the praise there. Instead of uh, total BS, fuck AJ, fuck Cornette, and fuck... I still fuck Jim Cornette, though. <laughs> ah, fair enough. So that's been another edition of Phenomenally Funky Facts. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. DP, last call. What do you mean, what do I mean? We're going to hit the sporting scene. And I just want to go around the horn here. There's a lot of things coming back in sports. UFC has been something that's been prevalent in the sporting world. Golf has been there. They had planned to do fans this week at at the Memorial Tournament. They decided against it. UFC has been highly successful in maintaining their testing. Uh, they went out to Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. They've put on two great shows already. There's two more to be done out there. So for me, my highlight right now is is the UFC. I know basketball and baseball are coming back. Missed three-man weave this week. A little bit of a scheduling problem. So we'll be back again next week. Don't think we're going anywhere. It, we're still going to be there covering sports for you. But UFC's done such a great job. They had the three title fights finish off UFC 251 over the weekend. They came back and had a really great card on ESPN on uh, Wednesday night, I believe. And they got two more coming on out there. 
Dana White has been one to say, F what the media thinks. I, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm keeping my people safe. He comes across as a guy that really cares about the people that work for his company. And if they're available and able, he wants to give them work so they can make money. And that only makes sense because he's running a company. He's taking care of his employees and making money for them at the same time. So I want to salute Dana White and the UFC. And they've done a phenomenal job of putting great matches on with the talent that they've had available to them. I mean, look at what happened. You got guys getting stuck in their home countries that can't travel across the pond. You got a guy who tests positive six days before UFC 251 who's supposed to be in the main event, and you come up with a main event that could possibly have been more appetizing to the to the fans of UFC. So shout out to all those UFC fighters that have been going out there and getting it done. You know, if you're a professional athlete and your sport is coming back and you don't want to play, I get it. Family first, right? Lombardi, you know, fa- faith, family, football, right? Think about that. No matter what your faith is, everyone has family and everyone has passion. So keep those things and priorities straight. And I, I just want to thank those that are still going out there trying to make a living and entertaining me where there's a lack of entertainment that we're used to. I think you said it right when you say, you know, that it's the people, it's the it's the talent that's doing the right things, especially for UFC, that they're taking care of themselves. They're they're, you know, they're staying safe. Dana White's keeping them safe, whereas some of these other companies aren't doing the necessary things that need to be done to keep people safe. And, you know, I, I look at I'm, I'm, I want all the sports to come back. I want everything to come back. Obviously, I don't want this to be a thing. And I totally 100 percent miss basketball big time, not just because the Bucks were on, you know, having the best season of their, you know, <laughs> of their, you know, illustrious long life in Milwaukee, you know, but, you know, we have opportunities to miss out on on a possible championship for us, but I just miss basketball, college basketball, all of that stuff. And I was so happy to see that they're coming back. And then I immediately see the stupidity of some of the people who broke the curfew and went out when they weren't supposed to. And it's like, okay, people like you got to be safe. You got to take care of yourself. And, and you want, if you want to play, you got to unfortunately there's, there's rules right now. There are rules, Donnie, and we're stuck with them, unfortunately, until this is gone. So I I'm excited. And they, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I, I love what they're doing with, the, with, uh, you know, UFC. And I thought they, they're doing a really good job and they're finding outlets and ways to continue to do this. And I think, you know, their company definitely has a a good way to do it because they don't have, I guess there's not as many people, you know, when it comes to the group they have, they can really keep separated very well, where it's a little bit harder for other sports like football and basketball, where there's more people out on the court and, you know, people on benches and things like that. So it's a little harder and they're, and they're, I think they're trying to do the right thing with keeping them, you know, quarantined in a way, you know, they're okay. They got to stay in this hotel and we'll bring the food to you and, you know, we'll take care of you. Just stay here. And then it's the people that have to follow through with it. You know, it's, it's the athletes that have to do it. And if they, right, if they don't want to, you don't have to play. That's, that's absolutely fine. Cause I agree. It should be family first. And, you know, I a hundred percent agree with that. And I a hundred percent am down for, you know, if you're going to go out, just, just wear a mask and be fine. It's, it's fine. And everything would be okay, and we could get through this a lot quicker. So I, I'm definitely looking forward. I hope we can figure out the ways to get 
some sports out there. I'm excited to see baseball come back. I saw some of the schedules got released for the, you know, for the Brewers and things like that. That 60 game schedule, pretty awesome. Very exciting. I'm looking forward to at least being able to see sports again for sure. Cause it's been four months, at least now five months since we got to see anything. So, you know, I had to go out and spend nine bucks, a whole nine bucks on NBA 2k 20 because I needed to play some sports and I, I miss basketball. So goddamn much. Yeah, I I completely agree with everything. Take care of yourself, your family first. I get it. It's a career. It's a passion that you have. But if you can't take care of yourself, you're going to spread COVID and make things shut down again, make things canceled again. Like, I'm with you on that. I want to see football. I'm, I'm a giant football fan. I love watching it. Even if it's not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'll still watch football no matter what. I'm Baseball coming back, that's going to be great because right now you have me watching NASCAR again. Like it, th- That's entertaining. And speaking of entertaining, there's Vince McMahon and Tony's oh, background. Bitch. Such good shit. Because there's but, no chance in hell. You won't get COVID if you work for me. Always listening. Always listening. Always. He is listening. But I'm, fire I me. Agree. Fire me for saying it. Fire uh, me, Vince. Fine. <laughs> yeah! Fire! If, if Tony says the uh, S word again, and I don't mean shit, <laughs> you might be. I don't know. It might be taken off the ban list here. It's, it's done a great job tonight. <laughs> wow. But no, I like just like everyone else. I want to be entertained. I love sports. I'll watch baseball. I'll watch basketball, football. Like I said, you got me watching NASCAR again. Oh. Oof. Like that. That's how desperate I am for sports. That I'm watching NASCAR again because they're actually taking care of each other during interviews and when they're not in the car they're they actually have masks on and they just got fans back where it's like 25 percent attendance everyone had a mask on six feet apart everything so they're they're doing a great job i agree with ufc doing a great job with you know making sure everyone's temperatures are checked if you have covid ski dad will figure something else out i'll put it to you this way i i I don't want to shit on NASCAR because I like NASCAR, actually. I've become a big fan the older I've gotten. Early in my 20s, I I was with a group of people that I worked with that were big NASCAR fans. And I feel like, you know, in that time, like the early to mid-2000s when it was making its push, when you had all the really popular drivers in their their prime, a lot of them are gone. Uh, Some of them are still around but not as good. I mean, this was before Jimmy Johnson made his run. but now they've confu- they've confused the rules and they've changed the parts of the races and the standings yeah, and it's just it's it's, it, it's it, more it's than I'm to willing follow. to invest, right? I mean, yeah, they were doing well when it was simple, and the people that related to fast cars and personalities tuned in, even though they weren't, you know, toolbox bobs, right, or whatever you want to say. I- I'm just saying, usually, if you're someone who works on cars or is into maintaining cars and things of that nature you're more likely to be a fan of that sport if you're just a car owner to get from place to place and you don't really care about going fast you may not be into that sport unless you get it and can relate to the people that are inside of it as stars yeah and no, i again i completely agree they change the rules like every three four fucking years and i can't keep track of it at, but 
I drive a Dodge Stratus! There you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, last, last bit of sporting news here before I let AJ and DP have their final thoughts on this entire show. It looks as if, with a horrible round of 76 today, Tiger Woods will barely make the cut and be around for the weekend. I know TV sponsors and the networks are going crazy knowing that at least they'll have Tiger for the weekend, and he needs to get back and play some rounds here because I don't really see him playing another tournament until the PGA Championship. But it really more so feels like golf was back. Tiger Woods is back on the golf course for me, and, and that's kind of my last cool thing for sports coming back and for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, Tiger Woods coming back is all always great. Uh, you meant, like I said, since I'm now paying more attention to NASCAR again, Jimmy Johnson had COVID, and he's back now. He's, he's completely clear of it. Uh, UFC's been doing a great job with making sure everyone's fine. If you have COVID, like I said, ski that. We can find another thing. Card's always subject to change. And now both WWE and AEW, you know, the the extra wrestlers or people that you have in the crowd, I don't know if anyone else noticed, they have masks on. They're making sure that it's contained. So as long as people just get their shit together, just wear the mask. I know everyone's antsy. Do it for everybody. Just wear a damn mask. And I don't mean Rey Mysterio's mask. Actually, something that covers the face. I'm really more interested in who's going to be the Gene Rayburn character in the chair shot match game. Oh, all right. I was about to say, you already, you already know it's going to yes. be Yes. PC Tony. I love it. Look at him. A long mic, too. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> so my my well my, we can name the official two initial positions I, or three actually I feel like uh, DP is going to be our engineer and uh, he he's going to be our our, our uh, announcer okay and, and occasional guest uh, celebrity in addition to his his uh, duties to be like Shadow I feel Stevens. Like, you know, you, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well, you can do both. If, you know, we need you to come on to be the, the you know, one of the answer people. Great. Uh, and I would like to say that Greg DeMarco and Christopher Platt will likely be uh, common celebrities on the celebrity panel. We're still thinking about what we're going to do as far as contestants go, whether they will be also chair shot related. I would imagine initially they will be, and then maybe we'll reach out to some listeners along the way, and they can come on and experience some fun with the chair shot. I really, really hope that we can get nine people, uh, oh, whoop, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people on a Skype call. Not really sure about that, but we'll see what happens. We might have to do Zoom, and then we only have so much time because we're not going to pay for more than 45 minutes. Anything else for this week, fellas? <laughs> <sighs> not that I can think of. Yeah, All right, enjoy well, a weekend fellas. of wrestling. There you yeah. go. Yeah, Slammiversary, the horror show at Extreme Rules, the fellows abide. So, my name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Check this show out at Podcast DWI. Be make sure to follow at three underscore man weave uh, at Pod is War. I believe that's the name of that Twitter handle. All right. Yeah, I think so. I got so much going on up here. <laughs> DP. And that brain? You. You, you've just 
got about knee deep into my world, and you're about to be fully submerged up past your nipples under your arms. Ooh. Why don't you tell everybody what's going? Yep, right there. Yep. Tell everybody what's going on uh, in your world in the at it's me DPP world. <sighs> well, at it's me DPP all over the worldwide social media interwebs. If you want to follow me, for sure. Um, you continue to follow this DWI podcast on Facebook as well at facebook.com slash DWI podcast. I'm also on that old bandwagon nerds podcast that drops on Tuesdays. You can follow that at bandwagon nerds on the Twitter and the brand new, a winner is you podcast hosted by yours truly DPP. You can follow that on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you, the letter U. a winner is you and don't forget to check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot, where you can get all your ChairShot wrestling t-shirts, as well as a brand new, coming soon, getting ready to be released, a Winner Is You t-shirt. Be ready. It's coming. And I will definitely buy that, and you will see me with that shirt on the social medias, on the Twitter machine. At PhenomenalAJB, I'm also on the chair shot doing opinions, articles, and wrestling. And to give a little bit of a sneak peek of the next project that I'm doing, since you guys kind of got me into playing the Uncharted trilogy when it came out in June, I beat the trilogy, I'm on four, I'm going to do my opinions on all four. Each week, there's going to be... Uncharted 1, Uncharted 2, 3, and 4. So you will check that out on the entertainment side of the chairshot.com. We're, we're on the brink of a boner, a boner streak because last week Andrew got a boner, this week DP got a boner, next week uh, let's see who gets a boner. Maybe <laughs> it, could even, it, could even, it could even end up being boner from Family Ties. Ooh. There we go. Be a hell of a guest. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I, I hate think to family admit ties. It. Was it family ties? I think oh, so. Oh, that was Skippy. Uh, Where's Boner from? Oh, now we can't go off the air until uh, we figure out where Yeah, now we got to figure it out. Uh, uh, which one? Which one's Boner from? Right? You know what I'm talking about. Boner yeah. TV Growing show. Pains. Growing Pains uh, with Boner. boner. Oh, of course. How could we forget Boner Growing Pains? Come on. It writes itself. God. I'd be kidding me. Well done. That's a good way to close the show. And you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as DW. Ah. I even know where it is this week. Yeah? You want to know what Boner's Bo- last no name delay. was? Stedman. <laughs> good night, folks! Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.